called KNM Cycle 230. What is this charity? The charity is, uh, we're trying to raise money for uh, programs that kids will access when they need to go to a place of safety or they need to, an article of clothing or they need to just go speak with somebody that would be accessible to them um, or if they just need to go somewhere for a couple hours so things cool down where, wherever they live or any of that sort of thing. Okay, so building a safe place for kids. Um, now, you are uh, also having an event coming up where you're going to be cycling. Tell us about this event. Um, so the event is on the 9th of July. At, it's a really early event. Uh, we are cycling from Winnipeg, Manitoba, specifically the CN stage at the Forks, to Roselle, Manitoba, and back. Well, that's quite a and, cycle. Um, it is, and, it, and it's deliberately that route um, for a particular reason. Uh, we want to make sure that um, people um, have a chance to see the route, look it up as we broadcast live as we're doing it, and it's hope, hopeful to raise awareness to, uh, um, against distracted driving. Okay, so tell us about your father, because distracted driving is exactly the reason why he's not around today, and you're doing this in, in, in your father's name, Ken uh, Pewter, am I getting that correct? Ken Pewter? That's correct. Um, okay. Yeah, we are doing this in Ken's name. Ken is our father, though, not our biological father, but he assumed the role after our father had passed away uh, back in 89. Um, Ken would often um, take us out. He was a contractor by trade his whole life. He, um, he taught us life skills, how to build this, how to move that. Um, how to be honest in all your dealings, how to be upright standing citizens. Well, he was on his way home in September, uh, on a September evening 2020, when a person on Highway 3 veered into his lane and there was a car accident. Of course, he was killed instantly in that collision. The other driver uh, was not, uh, did not pass away in that accident. Okay, so now... Because of distracted driving, he's not around anymore. And um, this cycling that you're doing, um, the number 230 is uh, significant. What is what is the KNM cycle 230? What is the significance of that? Well, the KNM is Ken and Margaret, and the cycle 230. It's exactly 230 kilometers from the CN stage to Ken's um, place in Roselle, Manitoba, and back. Mm -hmm. And this was a route that he would often drive at least five, six times a month easily. So you've had times in your life where you weren't safe and um, Ken and Margaret uh, became mom and dad for you and, and provided safety for you. Tell us a bit about this. Well, it's a, it's a bit of a story in itself. Um, I grew up in a household um, where there was insecurity, food insecurities, um, house insecurities, and we'd often, uh, my brother and I, Dominic, who are doing this, would often retreat to their place as a place of safety. And how they became so important to us 
what it all started one night in 1985. If you could remember that long ago, let's get into our DeLorean. And um, we we were left with a babysitter, and the babysitter decided that uh, we were going to go uh, raid some apples in the local community. Well, this was 2 a.m. And remember, I'm four, five tops at this point. I'm the smallest kid there, and they they decide that I'll go on this hundred year old shed. So they boost me up there. And uh, of course, we're kids, we make a lot of noise, wake up the occupants, who of course was my mom at the time. They come down, all the kids take off, they leave me on the roof, um, very frightened, very, very upset. Margaret and her then husband, Jack, get me off the roof, explain to me why this is so dangerous, and then they take me home. Well, what happened here next was that Margaret looked at me, my mom looked at me and said, if you want apples, come back in the morning and I will help you. And they left. Well, the next morning, of course, I went back and I really kind of never left. Margaret became mom to me. My brother is a place of safety to go to. She ended up um, moving out of the area and I thought I'd never see her again. But she she managed to uh, stay in our lives um, with my biological parents' consent. They didn't know really the, the influence that they would have on my brother and I over time. But anyways, Ken came in the picture in 86 and as my mom's partner after her after she was single and uh ken of course uh inherited two aboriginal kids and he he really floundered at first but he really really solidified that father role once our dad passed in 89 from cancer so it was a way to honor the him and the time and energy that he always provided to people who were in need and, and especially to my brother and i um this is something we can do to honor his memory. We want to try and make it an annual fundraising group um, or event. So yeah, that's that's how this all came about. It, it's just incredible the the life experience that Ken provided my brother and I. Um, I feel Ken is ultimately responsible with my mom Margaret for the way my brother and I turned out. Uh, without them, I I couldn't guess how that would have happened. Hmm. So when four or five year old Rob was stuck on that roof and Margaret came to save him, uh, that wasn't mom yet. She became mom later and then later Ken was in your life. That was the mom and dad that gave you stability. And now you are doing this fundraiser in Ken's name to help bring stability to families just like you back in the day. Absolutely correct. Uh, with, with, without them, we wouldn't have had that stability, that place of safety to go to. Um, we've often, as adults with mom and Ken, talked about why they didn't pursue it with, with CFS and all that. And of course, she, she told us quite elegantly that it was in the 80s. Um, the 60s scoop had just happened. The last thing they wanted to do was to get CFS to come and take us out of our biological house because they would never see us again because CFS, of course, wouldn't give two Aboriginal kids to a single uh, unmarried Caucasian lady who would go up north as a physiotherapist Monday through Friday and come back on weekends. Um, so that stability wasn't there. So she figured the best thing for us, so we would have that place of safety and security was just to be there for us when we needed her as opposed to having any other interventions. And I believe that was the best choice and decision for all of us. Yeah. Oh, this is great. So tell us, how can we get involved with K&M Cycle 230? And uh, how can we get involved with the event? Um, well, if you go to Facebook and you you type in K&M uh, Cycle 230, you can go to our Facebook group page and click there. 
Um, and in that group, there are codes, uh, QR codes that we have, one that links right to the United Way, or you can go to the United Way, uh, Winnipeg United Way directly and search up K&M Cycle, and it'll take you right to the fundraising link uh, page. And of course, if you donate to this, K&M Cycle will issue uh, tax receipts according to the guidelines as donating to a charity. That is awesome, Rob. Thank you so much for uh, sharing this with us, and thank you so much for uh, doing this for uh, the kids like yourself back in the day that can have uh, security and safety. Uh, this is a great way of giving back and a great way to honor your father, Ken. Thank you uh, so much for uh, giving us the platform. Hopefully, um, we reach a lot of people and and raise funds for these these groups. Um, so again, thank you, Corny, for, on behalf of my brother and my family. It's the next morning show.